Warning. Okay. Rishus Marino Rav. I asked the Rabbis here to correct me if they make any errors. I want to deal with a, a modern Shaila, but in order to get to the modern Shaila and the way a lot of uh, Shailas and Tefilas Kalim are handled nowadays, we have to first deal with an older Shaila that comes to this. The old Shaila is the following Shaila. Somebody has a Kali that they want to use, Kais, and um, they realize that it wasn't Taibol. It's already Friday night. So you want to know, can I run over to the Mikvah and Taibol it now and then come back? So which of the 39 malachis is, am I over if I title a keli? So I'm at a keli that I bought from a guy, Felix Kalim. Which of the 39 malachis am I over if I title a keli on Shabbos? Yantiv. The answer is, none of them. Right? But certainly not a deraisa, right? Now, the question is, is there any Yisidrav on them? So let's see. There's a sugi in Beitza that design on a base. The Mishnah on the bottom of the page, on, on the handouts, is page one towards the bottom. The Mishnah says, Chol Yisachar Shabbos. If you have Yantif, which is going to be a Sunday, so you have Shabbos and Sunday. Beishamay Oymrin, Beishamay saying, Matabilin Esachol Melechnei Shabbos. Anything that you want to be tar for Yantif has to be titled before Shabbos starts. Ubeishil Oymrin, Beishil say Kalin Melechnei HaShabbos. Kalin, you have to title before Shabbos starts. The Adam B'Shabbos, a person could go into Mikvah on Shabbos and it'll be tar for Yantif. Okay, so B'Shamis say Kalim before Shabbos and people before Shabbos. B'Shol say Kalim before Shabbos, people on Shabbos. I mean, the whole machleik is, is whether a person could go into Mikvah on Shabbos. But Kalim, everyone agrees, have to be told before Shabbos. I just want to remind you, here we're not talking about a Kali that was bought from a guy and needs Tvilas Kalim because of the mitzvah of Tvilas Kalim that we practice today. Here it's talking about Real Toma. In the days they Semikdash stood, a Kayan wanted eat Truma, would have to put in the mikvah his pots and pans, his dishes, his even clothing, even furniture sometimes. Somebody was telling me sat on a chair, you could have to put the chair in the mikvah. So that's what it's talking about here. So the Gemara starts by analyzing why is it that they agree, Beisham and Beisil will agree that you can't table Kalim on Shabbos or Yom So the Gemara starts, the Kule Alma Mihas. Everyone agrees, Kli, the Shabbos law. You're not allowed to title a Kali on Shabbos. My time. Well, what's the reason? There's a little one that wasn't printed in the Gemara there. I just put it there myself. Reason number one. A little gray one. Amar Rabba. Rabba says, Gezeira, Shema Yitlenu Biyadai, Biyavirenu Arba Amais, Brishus Arabin. The reason you can't title Kalim on Shabbos is because you might end up carrying the Kali in Rishus Arabin, in a place where there's no Eru. And the other. Uh, so for that reason, we made Xerah that you can't title Kalim on Shabbos. This is an Issa Um Now, this is a common, we were familiar with this Issa. This is the reason, for example, that we don't shake Lulav when Sukkot is Shabbos. We don't blow Shoifer when Rosh Hashanah is Shabbos. And we don't read Megillah when Purim is Shabbos. Right? If anybody wants to know why you don't, why you eat matzah on Pesach, when Pesach falls out on Shabbos, and we don't have Xerah, Shemi, Avirenu, Arba Amos, you can look in that frame and they say, oh, come to Shetlachan. About your abigail, Sichan, everyone. So, it's a cute kasha. Al Kapanin, that's the din. So, Rabbah says the reason is because you might carry the Kali. And the Gemara goes on to ask, why is that an Isra on Yantif? On Yantif, you're allowed to carry. And he says, it's Xerah, Shabbos, of the Yantif. A Yantif, of the Shabbos, I mean. Because you might come to carry on Shabbos, we tell you, don't toivel kalim on Shabbos, don't toivel kalim on Yom. And don't ask me, or you want to ask maybe, so why don't we do the same thing 
on Rosh Hashanah, that uh, we don't blow shayfer when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, because he might carry the shayfer, so we shouldn't blow shayfer when Rosh Hashanah comes out of Yantif either. Zera Yantif at Shabbos. Can't do that. Rosh Hashanah is always Shabbos, always Yantif, and then you're never going to be Mekayim Shayfer. So that's all we're going to be Iker the Mitzvah. But I'll call upon him at least for Tevilas Kalim, you should do it before Yantif, and therefore Rabbi says you can't tell you on Shabbos Yantif. Okay, let's skip down. There's a whole shock of the which we're not going to get into now. About two-thirds of the way down the daf, down the Amud, there's a little grade two, right before it says, Rav Yosef Amar. That's the second reason. The second reason why you can't tell you Kalim on Shabbos Yantif, Rav Yosef Amar, Gezeira Mishum Schita. It's Gezeira, because if you tell Kalim, you might come to ring them out. And Schita is a Nisadaraisa. Has anyone ever tell the Kalim and then squeezed out the water from it? Anybody ever did that in their lives? No? We don't ah. We don't tie clothing. We don't tie clothing as a matter of that. Right? We only tie metal, glass, and some some type of plastic and other things. All our kalim aren't shaft to speak up. But again, like I said, this is talking about back in the time when they were keeping Tum and Tara. So they had to tie actual clothing. So that's why there was a Xera. And the Gemara goes on to say that what, what if it was a Kaylee that didn't have Sita? Mar says it's Xera. Okay. So first reason Rabbah is Shemayavi Renu. The second reason Rabbi Yosef says Xera Shemschita. Third reason. So the Gemara, a few lines down. Rabbi Omar. Rabbi says Gzera Shema Yashhe. It's Xera that you may you might keep the Kaylee and delay titling it until you have opportunity later. And what's the problem? The Gemara doesn't explain. Rashi explains. I'm sorry, this is really Ahmad Aleph, even though in the booklet it looks like an Ahmad Bey. So Rashi is going to be on the right side. Um, the Rashi is close to the bottom of the page, about four lines from the bottom, there's a Rashi on the right side, Shemi Yashet, Isharis Leilat Vulinu Biyantif, if you're going to let him toivo on Yantif, Mashi Lahu Ad Yantif, he's going to put it off until Yantif Shehu Panoi, when he has time, person has time, Va'asi Bahu B'Taych Kachli Deitakal, the problem is, if you're going to put it aside, it's going to come to a Mechshal, L'Shtamish Behen Shuma, Kayan who has a keli, that's tame, and to use to eat truma, that's tame, is a big avera. He's going to have a keli that became tame. You say, I don't have time. Let me wait till shuas. Three day yantif. I'll have time to run off to the mikvah. So he takes the keli and he puts it in his in his um, he puts it in the in the cabinet. And then you know Friday night of the three day yantif, he says to his wife, "Is delicious soup?" And she says, "Yeah, I used the good pat. The good pat. No, that was the tame pat." And they, they cooked what, what's truma like they go into the chicken soup, maybe the matzo balls. Um, and and you know, he'll end up eating truma, which is tummy, which is a big affair. So for that reason, Chazal says, table it right away, don't put it off. Right? I think everybody's had that experience of cashering things. You a fork gets traced up by mistakes, so you put it aside. Two years later you remember there was a fork that you were supposed to cashier, and you have no idea where it is, which one it is, what happened to it. Okay. So that's the third reason. Fourth reason, Rava Omar, let's go back to the Gemara, five lines from the bottom, because it looks like Misaki. Meaning, if you really Misaki, that's the reason you were saying before. If you really Misaki in a Kli, if you actually fix the Kali, that's awesome. That's awesome. But titling a Kali isn't really Misaki. It makes it usable in a Intangible way, in a spiritual way, that before it was Tomei and now it's Tahar. 
So it's not included in any Isser Dairaisa. However, Chazal or Misak, we're geyser that you shouldn't type Kalim on Shabbos Yatif because it's similar to Misaki. Okay, so we have four reasons. Not more. Let's pass over the four reasons. Rabba's reason, Shemayavi Renu. Rav Yosef's reason is Misham Schitna. Rav Bibi's reason is Shemayashe. And Rabba's reason is because Nirik and Misakim too. Okay. So let's see how this carries over to our Tfilas Kalim that we practice. When you buy a Kalim from a guy, you have to title it. Let's just think out loud ourselves. Which reasons apply? I want to title a keli. I bought a new keli. I want to title it on Shabbos. Okay, so Rabbi said the reason you're not supposed to title keli is because you might carry four Amos and Rishus Rabbin. Does that reason apply to our Tvilas Kalim? What's the difference? You're going to go to the Mecca, you might carry it. Rabbi Yosef said Mishum Schita. So now you could, for that, you could argue that Bismar there's no keli that is Shaykh to Schita that is Chayat and Tvila that we did Tvila for. So you could argue. That if I want to title a glass or a pot, there's nothing that ties to the so maybe it shouldn't apply to the manaset. The third reason Rabbi says that you might wait and not title it. Does that apply to the You might not title the Kaleya as Chayat and Tila and use it. So that's debatable. That's debatable because Rashi said the reason is somebody's going to end up eating Truma, which is telling a Tame Kaleya. That's a big Avera. What's the Avera of using a keli without titling it? Certainly not as bad as eating truma to male. Pashtas, the halacha, there's this myth that you're allowed to use a keli once before you title it, which I'm not aware of a source in, in, in Paiskim. But when I said, if you use a keli that wasn't titled, what you're violating is that you failed to title the keli. Right? and I say, most, it doesn't make the food trafe, it doesn't make the food oser. If somebody used Food in a keli that wasn't table, they should take it out, but they're not, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't answer the food. So that's debatable. Rava says, okay. What would you say about titling a keli? Mm-hmm. Making it usable. Before it wasn't usable, now it's usable. No. We could argue, maybe we could say it's a bigger tikkun when it was Tommy, now it's tar, but it should apply. Okay. So let's go now to the Paiskim. On the next page, page three in the handouts, is a copy from the Rif, Mesechus Beitzah. The Rif brings the Mishnah, and he starts bringing the Gemara. Kedarka Shal Rif, the Rif, the cloud of the Rif is that he mostly brings, he quotes the Gemaras that are Negea Lahalacha. Right? Whatever didn't get into the Enyakiv got into the Rif. Uh, also, he leaves out a lot of the give and take, and he quotes the Halacha that's Negea Lamaisa. So what does the riff say? So he skips Rabbah's reason of Shemming Yavirinadaladamas. He goes straight to Rav Yosef. Gezeira Mishum Schita. Gezeira, then he might come to squeeze it out. Gemara asks, he says over the Gemara's debate, Tinef Kalim de Bene Schita, and that's good if it's a Kalim that's shy to squeeze it. Kalim de La Bene Schita, and a Neymar. What about a Kalim that can't, that there's nothing to squeeze? Gezeira Hot. Then he brings her Bibi's reason, the third reason. It's a that you might delay titling. We can say that inside, but there's a Bryce in the Gemara that supports our Bibi that says, The Bryce says that if a Kli became Tome on Erev Yantai, you can't title it on Yantai because of the Gezeira. Right? That could be. One reason, at least, that he brings her bibi la halacha, the brisus is mashma that if the keli became tummy on yantayif, 
that you're allowed to type one. Which, if the gezerah is that you might delay, then it makes sense that if you can't call me on Yantif, then you can type a lot on Yantif. But according to the other reasons, it shouldn't make a difference. So the Rift brings only two of the four reasons. He brings the reason of Sita and the reason of Shemnish. He doesn't bring the reasons of uh, Daladamis and the reason of Nurekhemisakim. So the rush, the rush in general follows on the Rift, even though it's printed in the Shas, the Gemara is in front of it. He very frequently quotes the Rift verbatim. Over here, he quotes the Rift and critiques the Rift. Turn to the next page, page four in the handouts. Um, so he brings the whole Mishnah, he brings the Mishnah that's going to get to us, and then it says, Gemara, the Kuli Alma Kelim Shabbos Loi Mai Taima, the Havir of Alphas, Taimadar of Yosef, the Amar Misham Sita, the Taimadar of Bibi, the Amar Xera Shema Yasha, the Shavik Taimadar Rabba, and he left out the Pshat of Rabba, the Amar Xera Shema Yavi Reno Arba Amis Rishas Arabim, the Taimadar Rabba Misham Denira Kemasaki. So he makes that point. Frek the Rosh Pihani. Bothers me. I have a cash on the riff. Lama Heret Lafarish Mishnah Zu. Why is he bringing this Mishnah and explaining the Pshat? Mashayef Tvilas Kalim Hoidna. We don't Taival Kalim as Manazeh. Now, to that question, we have an answer. We do Taival Kalim as Manazeh. It means we don't Taival Kalim for Tum and Paro, Trumas and Kachim. But he takes it further. He says, and he's answering our question. Meaning not Tame, but new Kalim, the Yantam. So his question is like this. His question is that the Rift's derech is not to bring things that are negated to Manasseh. Right? The Rambam does. The Rambam has and Kachim and Paris and Zeraim and all kinds of things that we don't practice, but the Rift does not. So he's asking Manashah. The Rift only brings the reasons of Rav Bibi and Rav Yosef, Schita and Shaviyash. Bishlama, if you would hold the reason is because of Shemiyavi, Renu, Dalad Amis, or the reason of Nurek and Masaki, so then it would make sense to bring it down because it would be negated as Manasseh. But if you hold the reasons of Rav Yosef and Rav Bibi, which is not Negeatas, and Shemiyasha, which the Rosh is arguing, is not Negeatas, because he doesn't speak it out so much, but it's far that he holds. It's not a big disaster if you put aside a Kaili without titling it. Those reasons aren't Negeatas, Bismanazet. So if he holds those are the Ica reasons, then he should leave out this whole Sogi, because he should be allowed to title Kaila Bismanazet. If he would hold like the other reasons, that he might carry it in Nurek and then I would understand. So, so says the Rosh, Hilkach Nirad seems to me the time of the Rabba Iker, the Hilkhas Kavase Legabi de Rav Yosef, that the Klal is that Rabba and Rav Yosef we pass them like Rabba. So in Mela he says we should pass them like Rabba's reason of Shemi Yavi Renu. And we know we pass them like Rabba when it comes to Shoifer, Lulav, Megillah, and Shabbos that we do have a Gazeri and might carry a Daladamis. The Chain Rabba, also Rabba's reasons, we should pass them like Rabba's reason, because Basra Ahu, because he's a later of the Amairan, the Halafis in general, we follow the later of the Amairan, because they knew the arguments of the earlier ones, and they argued on that. And for these two reasons, these two reasons, he can't title new Kalim on Yom. He talks about this actually in two places, in Hilkas Shabbos. And in Hilchas Tzvilas Kelim, Simon Kuf Chaf in Yeridea. And he understands that the Rif holds that you are allowed to table Kelim on Shabbos and Yantif, because of the reasons he brings. And the Rush holds you're not allowed to table Kelim on Yantif. And he holds that Me'ikr Hadin, we'll see if we get a chance, we'll see it inside. Me'ikr Hadin, you could be maker like the Rif. 
And the Ramah is more like the Lahachmer to go like the Rosh. Now, we, we know in the Beis Derech is general that when a sugi comes up and we want to know how to paskin, who does he take a look at? He looks at the Rif and the Rambam and the Rosh, and he says in many places that two of those three are machriya, like a certain shita, he'll go with that shita. So I didn't print out for you the Rambam. So I'll tell you, the Rambam, there's a lot of, of raid in the Rambam, because the Rambam, in Hilchis Yontif, he says you can't table Nukalim because Shema Yasher, or Phoebe's reason. And in Hilchis Shabbos, he says you can't table Kalim on Shabbos because of Nirakimisaki, Rabbah's reason. And there is a lot, you know, if you have the Shabsi Frankel Rambam, you can look in the back, there's a tremendous amount of raid in why did the Rambam do it this way. The Rambam's words are not written at random. But the Yamshel Shloimai, who tends to write very sharply, even against his predecessors, says, he doesn't address the apparent steer on the Rambam, but he says in the Beis Yosef that the Beis Yosef was taught, ta he made a big mistake that he, because since the Rambam held the Shabbos brings the reason of Mesakein, the reason of Mesakein should be Nagea, even Bismanazeh, so it comes out that it's the Rambam and the Rosh who hold its Aser, and it's only the Rif who holds its Mutter. So why does the Beis Yosef hold the Meikar Adin, you could be Meikar, you should hold that you have to be Machmir. If you get a chance, We'll see, perhaps, an answer to that question. Okay. Now, the Mordechai comes, the Mordechai comes and he says, I have an Eitzel. Without being machria, whether you're allowed to table or you're not allowed to table, I have a solution for someone who has a keli that needs tevila on Shabbos, and he has a problem whether he can table in the name. So let's see the Mordechai in the bottom of that page, page four. Zok the Mordechai. Misha shachach loy hitvil kli. Somebody forgot and didn't table a kli in the era of Shabbos and the era of Yaintai. Yidain ha kli la'evik kechavim b'matana. He should give it to a guy as a gift. V'yachzar v'yishalenu minen. And then he should go and borrow it back from the guy. V'havalei kishoyel min ha'evik kechavim. Then the din is, it's like you borrow a kli, a kli from a guy. The Amar parak heidim, sefzav v'yizara, the insar kvila. The Allah is that a yid who uses a kli, this is not like a trace keli. A trace keli doesn't matter who owns it, you can't use it. But a keli that's not trace, if you buy it from a guy, you have a chiyav to title it. If you borrow it from a guy, as long as it still belongs to the guy, you don't, do not have a chiyav to title it. Rent from a guy also. Right? If you go, if you go to a, if you go into a, into a, a restaurant or a, or a bar, assuming you worked out the halachas of doing so, and you buy a coke. They give it to you in a, in a glass. The glass wasn't titled. Right? So the reason it's not a problem is because it belongs to a guy, not an issue. So the Mordechai says, I have an Eitzah. So the Eitzah is that you should do is you should give it to a guy. By the way, the Shulchan Aruch says you're not supposed to give matanis, borrow land, and, and transfer things on Shabbos, but with Tzarek Mitzvah you're allowed to. So mail it's not a problem. Give it to a guy and then borrow it back. So you're using the guy's keli. So that's the solution. Right, so you have to know that it wasn't used for treif. If it's used for treif, then you have a separate problem, right? So what he's saying is you basically, you have a keli, it's a brand new keli, you never used it before. You go over to your goyish neighbor, you say, yeah, I'm giving you a matana. Thank you very much. And they say, can I borrow it back? Right? You know, so a guy, a yeshivish, there are yeshivish goyim. What do I mean by yeshivish goyim? Yeshivish goyim have a certain amount of understanding after living next door to Yidin for a while, right, they, they, 
they bought your nursing home for Shabbos, and they bought your chametz for Pesach, and they and they uh, they called they called the locksmith to, to get your baby out of the bathroom. They already know some goyim have no idea what you're doing. Right? It's it's important. My grandfather told me that his business made a Shabbaton in a in a hotel in the Raritan Center in New Jersey, and um, he wanted to make an air of Eir of Chatzeris for the hotel. There's a debate in the place team. If it's necessary, he wanted to do it. So he went to the manager of the hotel, and he started telling him, so, so the Jews have this law that we don't carry from uh, one person's property into another person's property, or to public property on, on, on Saturday. So the guy, you know, he, he, just, he didn't go to yeshiva. He didn't even go to law school. His eyes glaze over. Oh, he says, the dollar. What do, you, what do you mean? He said, well, I know every time there are a lot of Jews here on a Saturday, one of them comes over to me, starts babbling, and he gives me a dollar. So, yeah, I'll take it. The question is, what kind of error he, when you need to do skiers? What was he doing? The guy didn't even understand what was happening. But he's saying, assuming you have a good yeshivish guy, you, uh, you give him the keli, and then you borrow it from him. If you don't catch him before he makes something trade from it, then you have a different problem. Okay. <coughs> so that's the eight Salamaisa. And the Beis Yosef says, even though he holds me'ikr hadin, you are allowed to title Kalam on Shabbos, but you have the Mordechai's Eitzah, so you should use the Mordechai's Eitzah. <coughs> Give it as a Matana to a guy in the morrow. Okay, the next page, page five in the handouts, is uh, Simon Kuf Chaf, the end of Simon Kuf Chaf in Yeridea. The, the top sit is Sif Tezayim, and it says basically the Eitzah of the Mordechai. Right? The Beisiesif, after bringing in his long safer Beisiesif, the Rift, and the rush in the Mordechai, he says to do like the Mordechai in Shachat Olay Hitvil Klimer Shabbos Emeret Yantai Yitnenu Leivikitavim Matana Bachakaki Shalanu Mimenu Motelishtamish. Okay, sounds like a good Eitzah. That's a good. The Taz comes and he says that there's a big limitation to this Eitzah. It's not as Gishmak of an Eitzah as you might think. Let's look at the Taz on the left on the left margin, left side. Sifkat Yudches, the second line. Yitnenu Leivikitavim Matana. This Eitzah of the Mordechai only works temporarily. Either for that Shabbos, or even the week, a person doesn't have a mikvah, he could use this Eitzah. But after Shabbos, or if you will get a mikvah available, so then, you're going to have to title it. Why do you have to title it? Why can't I say it? the guy's thing still? Why do I have to title it? Kevan Yisrael. Since Lomaisa, it stays forever in the hands of the Yid. It's like it was purchased by him. It's similar, even though it technically belongs to the guy. And he brings the right. He says, The Shulchan Aruch says earlier, it's a Gemara of Zara. Let's say a yid lends a guy money, and the guy gives him a silver a silver cup as a collateral. So it says that now let's say the Israel wants to use that cup. He wants to use it, assuming you don't have a child of traits. Wants to use the cup. So it says like this. It says that it still belongs to the guy, so you don't have to title it. However, if the guy, when he said he's taking a loan and he's giving you collateral, you really know that he's He's just pawning it off on you permanently. He's never going to pay back the loan. You're going to end up keeping the collateral. So then it's Chayev and Tvila right away. Because even though technically it still belongs to the guy, but it's yours forever. You're going to have it. Never going back. 
you're eventually going to foreclose on this pop fiction. So says the Taz, how could this be any better? Right? It's true, technically. I mean, nice, you bought it. You paid for it. You gave it to the guy Matana for 10 seconds. You borrowed it back. He's never going to use it. You're using it permanently. So why? how can it be worse than that? The okay. um, and the second Taina is more of a Nira problem. The Gabi Talis Shu'ulam and Sinu by a borrowed Talis, you find, Shepturah Mitzitzis Kolamidiyai, that it's potter from Tzitzis for 30 days. You have, a, you have a Talis, you see a guy walks into Shu'ul with a Talis, and no Tzitzis on the corners. Right? How could he be doing that? He's wearing four corners garments. The answer is he borrowed it. Did you see that? So, for 30 days, it's not Chayv and Tzitzis. Afterwards, it's Chayv, the Nira Kishelai, because it looks like it's his. People, after seeing that he's wearing this Talis for 30 days, Nobody, people forget that it's borrowed, right? Some Rishonim hold that that's true of a house that's rented also. I don't think we pass it this way. That uh, the reason you have to put on mezuzah at, at the end of 30 days, or if you're going to have it for 30 days, is because it looks like yours. Certainly, by Tzitzis, it's like that. So he says it's the same thing. When you borrow a keli, right, you have this machine sitting in your house, a coffee machine, which is where it very commonly comes up, and it technically belongs to you going next door. It sits in your house for three, four years. Obviously, it looks like yours. So that's the Taz's time. So the Taz says that he has two reasons. First of all, it's it's in Hulkas Tvilas Kalim, there's a reason that it's Chayyim and Tvilo, because it's going to stay by you forever. And second of all, in Hulkas sort of Marasai and Nira, it should be Chayyim and Tvilo, because it's going to stay by you forever. But he's masking that for a Shabbos or until you get a mikvah, that it works. That's what he holds. Okay. The Mishnabura, we're, we're lucky, we don't have Mishnabura on. on uh, on Yeridea, but since this halach is brought in Hulkas Shabbos, we were zeichet to Mishnah on it. Um, let's just take a look. At, this is Mish, this is Shofar Erechayim Shinchaf Gimel Sif Zayin. Let's first see the Sif inside because the Beis Yosef writes it here a little bit different. He says, "Mutar lahakbil kli chadash atarn You're allowed to table a keli on Shabbos. Liyesh Eisur, but some hold it's also. The general klal. When the Mechaber writes a halach of Stam, and then he says Yesh Aymrin something else, Yesh Aysrim, he means to paskin like the Stam. Stam the Yesh halach of Stam. Right? This is the reason why Sephardim are more machmir than Erevin, than Ashkenazim, because he only brings the din of 600,000 in the Yesh Aysrim. <coughs> you should give it to a guy as a gift. He asks if you should let him Fine. So, important to note that neither in Kofchaf nor in, in Arachayim Shinchaf Gimel does the Mechaber say that, it, that it's Kaiv and Tvila after Shabbos. Right? This is an innovation or, or a taina of the Taz. The question is if we should be Medayik that the early Rishonim didn't hold this problem. The Mordechai doesn't mention it. Al Kalpanim, the Mishnah brings it in Sivkatan Lamed Gimel. He says, um, in Sivkatan, sorry, Lamed Hay. The Yaksar Vishalanu, we call Makin La Achar Hashabis Tsarak Lahat Biloi, Kalan Keva Dilodasaitya Nishka Hakli Tapas Yadehuk Shaloi, Kane Kosavataz the Hivi Raya Mizaka. Kalmakim Yatvilena believe Bracha. You can't make a bracha since it's not Pasha that it's Kaivin Tila. Now what you could do, by the way, is take it back from the guy, ask the guy to give it back to you Vimantana. Now it's for sure Kaivin Tila. But as long as you don't do that, you can't make a bracha. Other itza is if you have another keli to tevil, so tevil that you make a bracha and we guide say both. So that's the din of tevilin on Shabbos. I would add the Mishnah brings that um, Ashkenazim are more machmir 
and they hold a meikra din, you have to go like the machmir, that you can't title kelim on Shabbos. And therefore, um, if someone, let's say, doesn't have a guy, say a person doesn't have a guy available to title, but he does have a mikvah, and he has a kelim that he needs to be loved. So for Svardin, the chayra, it's pashot, that he, sh- he would be allowed to title it on Shabbos. In Ikra din, it's mutter. But the Ashkenazim, the chayra would have to be machmir like the Mishnah Question is, could you ask your Svardi neighbor to go title it for you? Is that like Amir Ola? Amir Ola, you can't ask a guy to do a malacha like you hold Zasser. If you ask someone to do a malacha for the Shabbos, Pashtas, you can't do it. Because you hold Zasser, what does it help to ask someone else to do it for you? A rub should be consulted in, in any practical Shabbos. Okay, so now let's get to a, a more common shayla that comes up today. Most people don't have, um, most Rabbanim don't get calls, well, they never get calls on Shabbos, they don't get asked on Shabbos about titling a keli on Shabbos Yantif. It only comes up when somebody realizes on Pesach that he wants to know whether he has to title the Peshel Yo, which is a good shayla. Um, and then that's when it comes up. But it really happens. More, more commonly it happens when... Um, when somebody buys a, an electric keli of some kind, a coffee machine, uh, a, waff, a waffle maker, uh, who knows what else they have today, all kinds of electric stuff, and they don't want to title it because they're worried that if they title it, it's going to break. Right? Just in my experience, um, I have titled urns, uh, waffle makers, coffee makers, toaster ovens, and as long as it's dried out properly, they've never broken. Um, however, some of them are more complicated. You have um, like these computerized coffee machines, the Keurig machines with screens and everything. Those, I'm sure, they're going to break. Those won't work. Those have microprocessors, and they're just electric things. I, I have like uh, you know coil guy stuff. I don't have anything fancy like that. I have the, the old-fashioned coffee machines. So people want to know what what's the etza to do if I can't put it. So one of the common etzes that's given by Rabbanim, again, everyone has to ask their rub, but some Rabbanim will say, <clears throat> give it as a matana to a guy and borrow it back. The same etzah that the Mordechai said many hundreds of years ago, the Tevelin on Shabbos, they say as an etzah for something that's going to break if you're going to title it. There is a, there's a guy in Pervedas who owns most of the carrying machines in, in Kensington. Because people, they go and they give it to him. And uh, I just want to speak out briefly that giving something to a guy is not so passionate how it works. And Hotas Kinyanim, Chayshin Nishpur of it. How is a guy kind of? So, Lukatchila, the way it should be done is the guy should pick it up. He should pick it up to be kind of He should also give you a dollar and be kind of Kesef. By Mechir's Chametz, anyone who sells Chametz before Pesach, they know they do like four or five Kinyanim with the guy. They'll do. Um, they'll do Kesef, they'll do uh, Agav Karka, they will do Satumta, the handshake, they will do Shtar, I think there's one or two that's escaping me at the moment. Suder. Suder, right, yeah. Suder. So, um, and you could see an experienced guy, you sold the Chametz many times, he, the, the person says, okay, so now we're going to rent you a piece of the thing, so he takes that, they usually give him a stack of money, mini, dollar, shake hands, Suder, next, like do it very fast, because he's, he's used to it. So the reason that we have to do so many kinyanim is because really, really the guy should be picking up the chametz. The problem is he's not going to everybody's house to make a to make akbar on everyone's chametz. Rebelski used to go take all the chametz that he had that he wanted to sell to a guy, put it in a box, take it to the guy's house, and hand it to the guy. 
much more lekatchila. It's not possible for us to do it, so maybe we do all the other kinyan. So that's the best way to do it. So that's what uh, that's what they do. They have gaimol. Now, is this a great answer? Let's think about it. Chayra, at first glance, it's a good answer. Mordechai says it, and Mechaber Paskins like it. The problem is, what about the Taz's time? The Taz said that this is not a long-term Eitzah, because since it's going to stay in the Yid's hands forever, the to a Mashkin that's going to stay in his hands, or it's, it's Nirakishaloi, like the time of Tzitzis. The question is, is this going to be an Eitzah? So there are a couple of Tainas mentioned in the Paisen about this. We'll have more Tzeru from soon, but just on this particular Shaila, first of all, it's possible that the Taz would be Maskin in a case, when, when, when do I have to finish fine? Until everyone's sleeping. Okay. So, um, so, the Taz will be masking in a case where you're never going to have a mikvah. Right? The Taz says as soon as you have a mikvah available, as soon as Shabbos is over, you should title it. But what about a case like this where you're never going to have an availability to title it? So maybe he would be masking that you're stuck, you'd be able to do it. The other question is from a Stima Shara Paiskin, maybe we should be Medayik that the other place can do, don't hold, that this is a problem. Okay, like, like we saw, the Mishnah Guru brings it. So, let's talk about possible, other other possible aces for this. So, there is a, uh, another Sif in Shulchan Aruch, in Arachayim Kochcha, which is on the next page, Sif Zayin. Very fascinating Ramah. There's, there's an arrow pointing there. A red arrow, since it was printed in black and white, you can't tell, but we're trusting it's a red arrow. So the Ramah says in Sifir Aleph, Kochah Sifir Aleph, Yisrael v'ayvik yechavim shekanu kui b'shotis. What happens if, I'm sorry? What happens if a, if a Jew and a non-Jew own a keli, b'shotis, each one owns half? Ein sarach tevila, you don't have to title it. Not chayiv and tevila, very interesting thing. So why is it not chayiv and tevila? So, and this would be true, by the way, even if it was bought from a guy, even if the Yisrael's Taylor was bought from a guy. So why doesn't he have to title? He has to title his half. So why doesn't he have to just title the whole thing? So the, the Gura says it also, the Shach, I underline the Shach top left. He says, But the Zach is, Because it still has a, a Goyish ownership on it. What he's saying is like this. Right? We're all familiar with the din of Taibal of a Sheretz If somebody Taibal is holding a Sheretz, he doesn't become par, but when he comes out, he's still Tommy from holding the Sheretz. So he says, Here I have a Kaylee that half of it belongs to a guy. I am high to Taibal a new Kaylee when I acquire it from a guy. But over here, I Taibal it, I take it out of the mikvah, but it still belongs half to a guy. So it doesn't really become, it doesn't really gain the status that a new Kaylee acquired from a guy that was Taibal has. And really, you'd be chayef to just leave it in the mikvah permanently, right? As soon as you take it out, it's already a keli that half belongs to a guy, and it's chayef and feel again. So, Mamela, it's not chayef to table it. Since it's not chayef to table it, it's not chayef and feel it. Now, the Ramah doesn't say that if I have a keli that half belongs to a guy, I'm not allowed to use it. I'm allowed to use it. I just don't have to title it. So, this gave rise to two times, two interesting tainas in the contemporary question. One is, I heard... Um, I heard Rabbi Kleiman, or Daniel Kleiman, say that Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky told him that a keli, that if he would title it would break, is not chayiv and tevila. A keli that you can't title without breaking the keli, you don't have to title, you can just use it without tevila. He's talking about, let's say, these uh, computerized coffee machines. 
So, so the client asked him, what's the raya? How do you know that? So he said, I don't want to say. I don't want to tell you the, the raya. Because if I tell you the raya, you're going to start arguing with me. I'm just telling you the halakha. Right? The famous that the thing of Chaim used to ask, he wasn't the rav, he wasn't the Paisik and Brisk. He would ask the, the rav, Shaila, I forget who it was. You tell him, tell me the psak. I don't want you to tell me the reason. Tell me the reason, I'm going to get nervous and think of different kashas and tainas. Just tell me the psak. <laughs> so Rabbi Kleinman, anybody who knows him, is not going to let that go. So he said, okay, I demand you, you have to tell him. So he nudged him enough. The, 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 the secret, I'm just letting you know, I'm the son of a rav. Um, the, the secret to getting Rabbanim to do things you don't want them to do is to nudge them enough that it's easier for them to just do what you want than to deal with the nudging. That's how it works. I'm just letting you know. So he nudged him enough. So Shmuel told him the raya is the din of keli shalshuk. The, the sif we just saw it says that it's not the pshat is potter from tila because it's not chayim and tila. It's potter from tila because there's no way to tie it. Because as soon as you take it out, it biter belongs to you have to abide. So why don't we pass him that you can't use such a keli? Either give it to the guy or buy it all for yourself. Good ayah, good. But you're allowed to keep using it like that. So he said it's a raya that a keli that can't be toivel is not chayv in tefillah. <coughs> so the client said to him, this keli, ha-halacha, it's not shayv to have a tefillah. Over here, it's shayv to put it in the mitzvah. It's just going to break. He said, no, that's what I told you. You're going to start arguing with me. That's what I didn't want to tell you. But I still hold that it's not chayv in tefillah. So number one, even if you hold of this time of, that the Taz holds that giving to a guy is only a temporary etzah, but over here we have a tzerah. There are, there are some other places who will agree with this time of, that the keli that can't be told without breaking is not chayv and tefillah anyway. So if you have places that hold it's not chayv and tefillah anyway, certainly we could use, the, there's a mokim, I'm not passing, I'm just telling you that some places will tell you that if you combine this with the etzah of giving it to a guy and borrowing it back, then you could rely on this permanently. There's one other I would call it a shvacha, a shvacha I don't know anyone who relies on this lamaisa. The time is that since it only works when it's plugged in, then it has a din like mechobah lekarka. Shvacha, shvacha maisis, but all right, it's another tiny tzeruk. Lately I heard, but I didn't see inside, that Shleiman Miller has been telling people that when they have a keli that they can't title, they should not give it to a guy matana, they should give half of it to a guy matana. Give half of it to a guy matana, why? I don't know, I'm just speculating. Get around the house. Get around, why? Because in Sif Yeralef we saw that the Kaili belongs half to a guy and half to Yisrael, you could keep using it that way indefinitely. Right? So that's, it sounds like a good eight. So the only thing that bothers me is why the Mordechai didn't think of this. Right? The Mordechai and the Mechaber say, if I have a Kaili on Shabbos and I can't title it, so I should give it to a guy, why didn't he say I should give half of it to a guy? Oh, so that would be maybe a Raya. That they don't hold like the Taz's problem, that the eights of giving it to a guy is only a temporary problem. And then after Shabbos can have to title it. They hold giving it all to a guy is a permanent eights of. Right? So these again, Zulchaira, if, if certainly if a person was knocking a half of his coffee machine to a guy. So now, according according to the according to the Pisces that say half belongs to a guy, it's not a problem, you good. According to Shmuel, anyway, it's not a problem. And according to anyone who Either argues on the Taz or holds the Taz to be masculine in a case where it's impossible, the Chari have an eight. Okay. We look, we get all the things that Lamaisa cannot be told. Things that will, will definitely break if they're titled, yeah. I, I heard uh, one one Yid told me that his father in law really wanted a fancy carrot machine, but didn't want to rely on Kulas, so he went and he titled it and it broke. 
So he bought another one entitled it and it broke also. And he bought another one entitled it and this one didn't break and that's the one he still has. It's a, I think I think in my father's I have to check. I think in my father's shul there's a there's a carrying machine that says uh, has on a sign yes this was titled no it didn't break but it could be you know some of the older ones are more mechanical now they're they're, they're much more computerized you know they have touch screens and all kinds of stuff <coughs> so I'm not sure if it's going to work. Um, what if it's something which I think it's going to break? Yeah, it's won't break. Right, that's it's right. Fine. Sometimes it's tricky. It's it's so, yeah, sometimes you don't know if it can be titled. It's important to note specifically regarding the carrying machine there are two other kinds. One is Rav Belsky used to say that titling it doesn't help. I don't fully understand why, but he argued that the part that would be chayev and tevila, outside is plastic, the inside is metal. He said the part that would be chayev and tevila, the water won't get to anyway. It's a reservoir, there, there isn't a way to do it, he said. The other thing he said, he said that um, there are these metal pins that puncture the, the, the K-cup and put it in. He said those should be titled. They said he could just remove them, take them out of the machine and title them. Again, this is Above my head, I don't understand the rationale for why you can't title it, but that's what he said. Now, the, a more, a, a slightly more newer phenomenon is you go into the store and you see things for sale, <laughs> items for sale. They don't have it yet with carrot machine, but the urns, but they are marked on the package. They say they're not chayav and tefillah. Not chayav and tefillah because they were made on the owners, under the ownership of Yisrael. Right, so let's just back up and have we title pretty much any kale we buy because our kalim are made by non-Jews. That's what it says. A kale that's made by a Jew is not chayav in tefillah. A new kale. So what happens if I have a factory that's owned and run by a Jewish company and they're selling, selling kalim? There would be no mitzvah to title it. And in fact, there are, there are companies that are doing this. Um, if you just turn to the last page, I'll just uh, show you, just for, for if, you, if you've never seen it, look at the top left page. The other, the other ones we'll see soon, will be more interesting, but the top left page says, this is a, a supermarket, Jewish supermarket, they're selling all kinds of like um, spoons and, I don't know what those are, spatulas. Nasa Bebalas Yehudi Ain't Tzara based in Tzedek the Carlsberg, okay? That's what it says. And there, anybody ever seen these urns that they sell now? They have them. You could even buy them on Amazon, which we'll discuss as a separate issue. But uh, I bought a urn for Shabbos on Amazon, and it came, and the package said it's not chayav and tevila because it was made uh, under Jewish ownership. And it also said that you could add water on yantif if you set it, if you turn a certain switch, the yantif mode, which is uh, not for today. I'll deal with some perhaps in the future. Okay. So how does this work? Well, how how, how does it work? It works very simply. A yid owns a factory and uh, he makes kalim. He sells his juice. Sounds like a very simple answer. The two issues. One issue is that uh, the Jews don't own the factory. They're made in China. Which you owns the factory in China? So what they do is they do a process very similar to Mechiras Hamis, where they go and they make a contract with the Chinese factory owner. And they say, okay, we're going to buy your factory and we're going to buy your materials. And they do the handshake and the Sudr and the Shtar and the King and Kesef and all the like. And, um, and then they say, so this, <clears throat> this is made under Jewish ownership, and therefore it's a good idea. Now, there's one thing that we have to look at before we decide whether this works, which is uh, another sif in Hochus Tzvilas Kelem Kofkaf, it's page 8 in the handouts. It says like this, Yisrael, shenosan kesef l'uman oivikechavim, l'asais menu kli ein tzarach A Yisrael that gives metal to a goy, a craftsman, to make a keli, it's not chayv and tefillah because it's the property of the Israel. 
Says the Ramah, Some argue. Now, what's the Machlekes? What's the Machlekes about? Machlekes is, is based on a concept you find in several places in Pesha Mishpat. Um, and in Yeshivish Mesechtas, we have it in Bava Metziah and in Kedushin and in Babakama. Uman Kaina Bishavachkli, which means when you give a keli to a craftsman to work on, the craftsman acquires a certain ownership in the keli. Right? Nowadays, the Havdal is a slightly different what they call the mechanics lien. You give a car to a mechanic to fix, so until you pay the mechanic, if you don't pay the mechanic, the mechanic has, in Hochaz Dino, the Malchus, he has a certain type of ownership in your car, that uh, he's a Mosik in your car. So there's such a concept in, in, in halacha, uman kaina b'shvachli. So that means if I give metal to a craftsman to make into a, into a cup for me, so he becomes an owner to a certain degree of the metal. So now the problem is, now I go and pick it up from him, so now it should be like I bought a keli from a guy and it's chayv and tilon. The reason there's a machlekes about this is that the Rishonim argue it's a three-way machlekes. Some Rishonim say uman kain b'shvachli, you have to title it. Some Rishonim say we paskin ain't uman kain b'shvachli. If that's true, we certainly don't have to title it. Some Rishonim say that even though we do paskin uman kain b'shvachli, when it comes to tevilas kelim, it's not chayev. It's really only chayev when it was when it was um, free and clear owned by a guy. But a case of uman kain b'shvachli, the guy's ownership is not enough to be mechayev and tevilas. Well, Meisler Ramah says that yesh bracha. So now the question becomes, if somebody is a technical owner of, of, of Kalin or even a factory, but he has Gaish workers working the factory, do we say Oman Kainim And now the Gaish workers who work in the factory acquire ownership of it. So there's a Aruch HaShulchan about it. The Pesli Tshuva right here brings from the Chachmas Adam, that's Machmir. But the, the Arach HaShulchan, and there's also a, a tshuva from Igris Moshe, who say to be Mekel. And um, well, let's see his reason. He says, and he's quoting here the Chachmas Adam without naming him, page 9 of the handouts, this is the bottom half. Yesh Misha Kasab, the Yisrael HaMatzik Huta, Huta is the word, the Polish word for factory. Sha'isim Klei Zechuches Ha'apailam Kusim. A Jew owns a factory, they're making glass, glassware, and the Goyim, the workers are Goyim. Oyla Hepeth. Or the reverse, shehamachzik kusi, the the guy, the owner is a guy, upayla mister elam, and the workers are Jews. You're allowed to be seimich on those who are mekel that say uman kain mishvachli and use it without tevila. The kliyschuches derabanan, because glass is only chayiv in tevila derabanan. So for glass, he says you could be mekel. He says you could be mekel both ways. If the Yisrael owns the material and the guy works on it, we'll be mekel. We'll say the guy is not kainim. And if the guy owns the factory and the yidn work, we'll be making and say that the, the yid is kind of. So if it's only glass, metal you would have to title. Says the Rachasholcha Vloyne Hirali Klau, the Bezeloi Shaykh Uman Kaina Bishvachliya Eina Kaina Bishvachli. That Shaila has no Shaykhis to workers in a factory. Why? The Ze Einoi Ella Benoisen Kesef Lu Uman Le Beise Lasis Liklizu. That's only when you hand over material to a craftsman. Aval be'isek klali in a general factory, k'may fabrik factory. Sha'isim kelim l'meyesu alafim. Hakol haylech achar ba'al ha'isek ba'al shmei nikra kelim. It all depends who owns the factory, not the workers. Va'apoyelim einem etzlay el k'may skirayoyim. The workers are being paid by the hour or by the day. 
There's no Ulman kind of Shvachli on Sireyon. So he says, if a worker is being paid for his time, there's a difference between a Pahil and a Sachir, anyone who remembers in Bav So therefore, such a worker doesn't acquire an ownership in the thing, right? The marshal, the, 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 you, you give your car to be fixed in the, in the, in the mechanic shop, so the boss, he's the one who has the lien on your car, but uh, the, the guy who is paying to, to do the actual work, which is frequently what happens, is not, uh, is not kind of your car. So he says, Mela, workers in a factory don't have woman kind of shot. So a Yidu has a factory, Yidu has a factory. And he has Goyesha workers in his factory working, they're not kind of, and therefore if you buy from him, Kalim, you have no Chiv and Tila. Now, there is a Taina, which needs to be worked out, I'm sure the place will work on this, which is, when a Yid contracts out to a guy who owns a factory, Right? The guy in China is running a factory. My contract with the, the guy will generally be that he's getting paid a certain amount of money per piece. He's getting paid a certain amount, not for his hourly work, per piece. So he's uh, really the owner of the factory. When I sign a contract, though, we pretend that he's the foreman of the factory. But Lamaisa, he is being paid to produce Caleb. And he has workers under him who are working for him to produce the Caleb. So it's true the workers who are getting paid aren't kind of, but it remains to be, anyone who's working out such a contract has to work it out so that the owner of the factory, meaning the real owner before the Israel made the contract with him, is also shouldn't be kind of a shvatli. That's an important thing to keep in mind. Another thing, like I mentioned before, really the way to be kind of the materials would be Hagbah. So I know for a fact that some of the companies where they're making kalim that they that they mark the, 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 the package as Nasib Avalos Yehudis, they actually have a, a Yisrael make a Kenyan uses a forklift to be kind of the materials that are being made. And in other places, they don't do that. So it depends. You could contact the, the Ashtokas. Some of them are more forthcoming. Some of them are less. And they'll tell you what they did. If they didn't do it, it's a little more of a Yavadika thing. So that's an issue which has to be dealt with. Now, there's one further thing that has to be worked on. Really, two questions. One question is, when you give a hashkoch on a product, right? somebody is, is a, gives a hashkoch on a product, it comes out of the factory, and they put on the label, kosher. Kosher, kamach yashan, chalaginom, It stays kosher as long as the food is in the package. Right? You could sell it, you could sell it to another person, you could sell it to a wholesaler, or retailer. It's still kosher when you open the package. Kaylee, to be not chayed in tefillah, it's only not chayed in tefillah if it would never belong to a guy. So, right, if you're producing in a factory and the box is printed on an Ainit Saraf Tefillah, Nazi Bavalis Yehudin, right, and then they sell it to a guy, the guy distributes it, they sell it to a wholesaler, they sell, then it ends up in a Jewish supermarket. It's chayed in tefillah, for sure chayed in tefillah, right? So it's very tricky to put on a package that it's not chayed in tefillah. You have to follow the chain of custody all the way. If you buy something on Amazon, so you really have to be Mavar, who's the seller, which is very hard to do. And did the seller use fulfillment by Amazon? Did he sell it, sell, did he ship it from his own warehouse? That requires a lot of thought. So I, I didn't bring a copy of it because I, I couldn't find the picture, but I definitely noticed one company, I think it was Karlberg, these same people, they started putting in the package, as long as it stayed in the, in the hands of Israel. Go figure it out. Yeah, that means really the person selling it has to take a highest that it's sold. There's another separate question. Amazon. Amazon's just a holding zone. Right. It's not like they own an Amazon. Right. There's several ways to sell on Amazon. 
One way is, the old way was that Amazon was like eBay. They just took your order, sent it to you, and you shipped them. Nowadays, a lot of people will buy their merchandise and send it straight to Amazon, and Amazon ships it, right? So I'm not a bucky in Amazon, but that's the, that's the Shiloh. Okay. Um, there's another underlying question, which is that what's... It's more of a Hashkafa question, maybe, but a Yisrael who owns a factory, so his kelo are not chayv and tila. There's no mitzvah to type with. Okay. But if you have a guy who's selling something, so you have a mitzvah to type with, what's the big, uh, big chachma of going and making a whole harama where even though the guy's running the factory, you have some yid who lives in Borough Park who owns the factories in China and the kelo being made so that you don't have a mitzvah to type with. What's the, what's the big... Is, is it right to go through all these, the Yavadika steps, because the Kinyon are not so clear and all these Dino are not so clear, in order to, to get out of a mitzvah? Why, why not just do the mitzvah? Oh, so I spoke, I spoke to Rav about it, and he said to me, he says, that's a good time when it comes to silverware, when it comes to glassware. Just let, it, let the guy make it do it. But Mashainkin, it's a good etzah for a coffee machine or an urn where people aren't going to want to title it because it's going to break. So here, that's a better eitzah. Rather than relying all of the Yavadika eitzahs, sell it to a guy, give it to a guy, uh, whatever, and everybody agrees to. So here, it's made by Yid. So this particular case, these, it's very interesting. These kalim actually are plastic, which is anyway a shalak in the Most American places it doesn't need tefillah. So it's a little hard to understand why it should be chayat. I saw a couple of years ago, a company, look in the top left of page 10. This is a picture, I believe I took it from the Paradox Walton board. Um, they were selling kalim that they guaranteed you that it was made by a guy. Grab another schus, a bracha to the new year, knives you can halachically title with a bracha. You don't have any shayla you can title with, right? So he's saying, why not? Chabarayin mitzvah. You know, there was this recently over Pesach, this controversy with the Betty Cracker machines, the pizza makers. Now, who buys a pizza maker for Pesach? Uh, well, I bought a pizza maker. Huh? I bought a pizza maker for Pesach to make uh, to fry eggs on. I'm not very schmack. So I bought one for Pesach. I bought it for Pesach. And the Betty Cracker brand on the box it had an okay. It said, feels killed, not required. I titled it anyway. And uh, a little bit later, a paper came out that's going around. You can see on the bottom left. Betty Cracker not certified as by okay as kosher. Requires Tzila. We apologize for the inconvenience. I don't know what happened. If anybody has any uh, inside people in the OK they could speak to, I would love to know. Generally, it's, it's sometimes hard to get information out of, out of the organizations that don't want to say, but I'm not sure what happened. Anyway, mine was titled, and I'm just letting you know it did not break. It's still working perfectly fine. What? With a bracha? I did not title it with a bracha. I can't, I'm not willing to make a bracha when there's a shout about it. They with other kale. Without the kale, I mean, they didn't have a bracha. Before it became, aha, very good yeah. I'll tell you, my, my uncle, my uncle, is, his name is Avram Spitzer. He's the Sparadai in Lakewood. It's a lot of Shilas, um, both from the Hasidic Shilas and the Hasidic Shilas. So I heard once, I was sitting in his office, we were, we were learning, and, and he got a phone call. So I get to listen into the phone call. Sometimes the person is speaking loud enough. I hear both sides of the Shilas. I heard a lot of interesting things. So one of the things was, somebody called him and said, I want to buy one of these carriage machines. But there's such a Shilas, could I title it? They break. But it's cool as... What should I do? So he called him, you know, there are things in the world that are made for Yidin to use. There are things in the world that are made for Goyim to use. You know, Yidin use Gemaras and Shasin and Shenders. Goyim use television. Nobody ever called me and said, I just ordered Black Friday a 65-inch TV. 
But I know there's all kinds of shilas. What am I supposed to do? Tell the guy, you tell him the mikvah. You know, if you tell him the mikvah, it probably becomes kosher. You know what I ask you? This? Like, he wasn't so sympathetic to the whole thing. He said, just, you know, don't, don't use these machines. But uh, I, I think that's maybe not an answer for a lot of value. It's uh, maybe a separate hashkafa issue. All right. Go ahead. <laughs>